stop as part of the uh, California flashback tour. Oh, neat. So they'll be playing tonight, uh, let's say, uh, the usual time after 8 o'clock? Yeah, I believe the show starts at 8, and there's a few openers. They should be on around 10. Um, and they're just a great, crazy, psychedelic band from Japan. So when you, when you hear the real screechy, weird, psychedelic stuff later, that's them. And if you like it, come on down to Rickshaw Stop. They'll I be believe it's about 15 bucks. 15 tonight, Rickshaw Stop. And uh, when, uh, the, when they come on, we'll uh, definitely uh, give you a heads up and uh, let you uh, decide. Woo. Right on, right on. Let's throw on some tunes. And uh, from here, uh, welcome to Racers Alley. And uh, we'll be back soon with some awesome guests. And again, thank you, Pamtastic, here at Mutiny Radio for having our show. Right on. <laughs>
R E R. All right, welcome back to Racers Alley here in the heart of the Mission uh, Mutiny Radio. Again, thank you, Pamtastic, for always having us here. And uh, shortly we'll be getting back to you. And uh, we got some good guests here tonight. We have Mill Crate Brian actually uh, going through and doing our uh, spinning our records. And uh, he went through a little bit of the list going on, as well as uh, we got Robbie Motor Tire Guy here, our usual MC on the side, usually cracking something up some way or sort. Which one? Hey, Robbie, welcome. Where's the horn? Where's the horn? I got to get you your horn that way. Earlier when Sean gets here, there it is. I'll get it to you shortly. Right on, right on. And uh, yeah, we'll have Wade Boyd here as usual as our co-host. And uh, Sean Keen, who's a very good tuner, has tuned for uh, several AMA teams as well as an AFM uh, tire guy. And uh, also he has his own business. And uh, he's, he's a member of the community, which is really, really cool. So uh, it'll be great to hear his stories and uh, input about the upcoming year. And uh, from there, maybe we'll have Dimitri or Mr. Evan in as well, uh, talking about some racing and what's going on in the industry. So right on, right on, Brian. Uh, let's see. You're going to have some music on coming on here in a second. And here we go. Right on. Welcome to Weekend Radio and uh, Racers Alley.
This is just designed to help you move from this basic shear of this.
are, you are. Welcome back to Mutiny Radio, and this is Racer's Alley, and uh, boy, oh boy, we were just talking about the early, uh, the weather here earlier, you know, it was a fairly nice day, and I was uh, talking with my ma earlier, she lives in Fairfield, and she was going, boy, oh boy, it's pouring over here, and all, are you are, and well, you know, I was talking to the boys here, uh, actually, uh, motor tire guy Robbie, and uh, Wade, Wade's in tonight, hey Wade, uh, welcome back, and uh, good to see you. Howdy, howdy. Howdy, yep, howdy. I got wet. Yeah, it just was a little flurry, but boy, within that, like, I think it was like seven, eight minutes, it a just poured, right? Downpour. Yeah, it just started, like, with little drops, and then the wind, and then it was just like a deluge, and uh, yeah, it got, it got full and all that good stuff. So, anyways, uh, anyone out there, uh, just be safe tonight, because, uh, you know, nowadays with the rainy weather, it's, uh, it's definitely dangerous out there, and uh, even more, you know, a lot of people are driving that don't normally actually walk, pay attention anyhow, or even in more of a deficit, so they're really, really not seeing you. So when it comes to actually riding in the rain here in the city, um, yeah, just doubly careful. Always watch out for that sand near the rails and the, you know, uh, leaves, anything like that, anything metal. Just try and avoid and uh, be very smooth with that, right? You yeah, know? and never trust anybody in a car. Yes, exactly. You know, always got to be careful with that because uh, everyone out there, them uh, Uber and Lyft drivers, just ain't paying attention, as well as every other driver. But I have it in for those guys. Anyhow, uh, let's see here. Uh, tonight we're going to have a. Uh, Mr. Sean Keenan uh, talking about uh, AMA uh, technician duties as well as uh, getting uh, into uh, really uh, he actually uh, does the tires for Dunlop he puts them on for the AFM racers which is really cool and he has his own business uh, working on motorcycles just like our boy Demo here and uh, you know he has a pretty big following so uh, in the end uh, yeah it'll be great actually uh, having him in and uh, getting a bunch of stories as we like to say you know and uh, you know it's uh, it's really really neat and he'll also give us some information on the latest rubber out there. And uh, tonight, like I said, we have Milk Crate Brian spinning the tunes, which is awesome. And uh, yeah, that's always really nice. Uh, actually, uh, it takes a load off me. And uh, I've just uh, learned how to use these turntables here, as you know, last week when I played a little bit of Peter Gabriel, the fix and such. But uh, yeah, very cool. And uh, Brian, you know, thank you very much for actually being here and, uh, you know, You're taking welcome. care of that. It's, it's awesome. And uh, like we mentioned earlier, uh, the, the band that uh, you were dealing, uh, I guess we're going to have here soon, or actually playing here at the Rickshaw Stop tonight, and they're from Japan. Yeah, they're from Japan. Their name's Acid Mother's Temple. They're an experimental collective. We'll be hearing from them in the second song in the next set. Nice. And, uh, yeah, that's very nice. You know, um, I have a lot of friends here in the city that are in, in bands, and we always like to promote the independence, just like here at Me and the Radio, you know, with the comedians. And, uh, yeah, it's all about uh, supporting the little guy out there, and uh, it'll be really, really cool. So, uh, let's see. Let's get back to some music, and uh, welcome uh, to Racer's Alley. And, uh, yeah, Mr. Evan just walked in. So, all right. So, we're going to have a wonderful evening. We'll talk to you soon. Yarr. Boy, I don't Man in 
NPR. Welcome back to Racers Alley here at uh, Mutiny Radio in the heart of the mission. And, uh, you know, as always, I love to say, uh, you know, thank you to Pam Tastic here. You know, uh, she runs Mutiny Radio. And, uh, you know, throughout the week, uh, throughout the hours of the day, there are very, uh, there's a, a, a great array of shows. You know, they're all an hour, two hours. They're all podcasts and uh, varying degrees of topics. And, and uh, you know, folks having a good time. And uh, this is great. You know, this is what makes Mutiny Radio function and all these folks actually pay to be on the air and uh, they all have wonderful shows and if you can check them out you know I mean we're here Mutiny Radio FM and uh, you know if you ever have any questions you can always call you know we're here at 415-550-0511 but uh, yeah her you know uh, she loves to have a uh, joke shop workshop on Mondays I believe uh, around 6 and then on Fridays she has uh, you know uh, the comedy clubhouse and uh, that's basically from 6 to 10 on uh, two different varying shows uh, I believe it's uh, 8 to 10 is a fantastic comedy clubhouse and up before that I think it's open mic I'm not sure I'm going to have to find out from her but uh, you know if you want to uh, see some support just like independent bands you know everyone's got to start somewhere and uh, these comedians they come out and uh, they learn and then from there they sit in front of uh, you know folks and I got to say uh, being a comedian is probably one of the you know uh, hardest things I can imagine because you know, the ins- immediately you get the feedback it's not like you read something later from a, a chef's you know uh you know culinary cuisine magazine it's, if you're not getting laughs you're sitting there going eh, empty silent room and i've seen that happen before here and you know i've seen actually just like oh boy i'm just I'm, I'm getting all crowd all hot and bothered and then they laugh and they understand the situation and you know, it's really hard so it's a you know they're not faking laughing but uh, to actually acknowledge how hard you're working out there and he actually plugged for you goes i got another minute and a half and actually that's got to be torturous to be sitting there for a minute and a half while there's silence on every joke you make but i mean that's how you start you know i just started racing again for the afm and i gotta say i was i was pretty much the slowest guy out there but i was i was happy to to see that there was one guy behind me on a 1000 and I was on a 600 so I wasn't the slowest 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 guy in the world but you know I I understand how it is uh, everyone's got to start from somewhere and it's really really cool like that and uh, anyhow so we have a uh, Robbie Moto tire guy here uh, he's a little miffed right now because his phone took a shit uh, my yeah. phone just took a shit right and then uh, well we got Evan from Monkey Moto School hey welcome back mate yeah good to see you grab nice that mic you bring my it phone closer works to great. yourself you know yeah, and of course, always Wade Boyd. Uh, good to see you again, Wade. Yo, are. yo, yo. And uh, you got to say, uh, I know you can't see us here on the radio due to the fact that you can't see us and it's radio. However, you have to understand, Wade is wearing this, I guess it's a tuxedo coat, and it's purely made of leather, and it is spectacular looking. And we're going to get pictures, actually. Tonight, we're going to actually get pictures, and every every week, we're going to start putting them on Facebook with all our guests and stuff to put names to the faces. But uh, where did you get this, Wade? You had a custom-made, yeah? Custom-made, designed it myself, and and and. and so I was I, I got some leathers made so it's really like racing leathers it's got my racing history on it sort of sort of made it up myself it has to start in purple I needed a dragon and and my name on it. just like racing but so I was testing or breaking in my dirt track new dirt track leathers my jacket because they're two pieces yes I was wearing it around the house and go wow I really need one of these just to walk around 
So that's what it you is. Need your house leathers. It's a walk around <laughs> it, to go to fancy places. If I put it on, his, I'm in, instantly dressed up. His leather pajamas. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I go to bed in, and it's okay. It looks I like thought a that was book. a race leather jacket. But uh, yeah, you never see leathers with tails, so you have to understand. You picture, you know, regular, you know, half one piece, but then he's got tails on the end to make it extra like, special. Right? It's supposed to make me feel like a million bucks. Exactly. So there and you go. You got the tux. So it's a, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a patch jacket so it's basically international patches and some and clubs and stuff like afm sra um arma blah blah blah. but it's it's basically places racetracks far far away yeah Uh, all all the places you've been and yeah yeah. nothing really close are you guys um so that's where the clubs come in but it's it's international racetracks yeah copina where the fuck is copina (laughs) copina's in argentina those guys are so cool exactly you know that was a great time out there it's so cool moto gp is even going to argentina yep right now you know know, uh, i think uh where where are they argentina round two round two damn you are rio hondo yeah or something like that. Germany. Awesome. Anyhow, we, Where's Dimitri when we need him? He'll tell us exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Particulars. But we went to Capina, so it's Capina, Capina, Capina. Yeah, near Buenos Aires, which is really so, cool. So, you know, it's got the, the patches are all from somewhere else. And so I wanted flames on it. It had to be purple. I needed a dragon. I need my subculture racing logo. Dude goes, it's really nice and black and white. And so, anyhow, I met Dude on Facebook. And it's got but good stuff, bad stuff, anyhow. So there's a bunch of people on Facebook that sell leathers and stuff. But yeah, I've seen that more and more. A lot of independent yeah. folks out there. And your guy, I believe, is out in Pakistan, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So wow. supposedly it's, awesome. it's R1 Leathers. Anyhow, Ali Raza, who I was talking to on Facebook, I want you to, to make me something special. And can you, do you make your own patches? I have... Turns out 35 patches I want to put on a jacket, so I need somewhere to <laughs> yeah, put them. Yeah, you can see this, folks. He really does have all these patches made on this jacket. And Ali Raza, and yeah. he's, what's, the, what's the name of the, the place? It's supposedly R1 Leathers. R1 Leathers. And uh, I believe this is like your, between you and subculture racing in general, your fifth set? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I mean that's uh, that says a lot when you and all of these are custom made, by, mind you. I mean uh, the patterns are what you design, and he'll put yeah. them down there. He'll yeah. work with you. He'll, he'll work with really colors. Hate, hate to say it, he'll yeah. copy anybody, but he'll make you anything special you really, really exactly. want. Exactly. That's so what I, I worked say. on this you jacket. Know, it's really cool. Like yeah. that. I worked on my jacket for three months, drawing pretty pictures <laughs> and stuff. What do I want? What What do I really, really want? Wow. If I'm gonna If I'm gonna buy a set of leathers, what do I really want? You know, I'm designing my own leathers. Exactly. You know. So this is to walk around and think and talk and breathe motorcycles when I'm walking around. Exactly. You touch I'm letters. selling motorcycles. <laughs> I'm selling, Everything. you know, what we're doing. You know, yeah. I got the enthusiasm. I've been there. Every patch has a story or a hundred of them. Like I said, we're going to take pictures. And uh, from now on, every show, we'd like to have our, uh, you know. Oh, that's Don't mind a, me. I'm just trying to fix my that's phone. That's Robbie killing his phone over there. <laughs> so then we'll do a scratch and sniff kind of thing. Scratch and see, maybe. Yeah. Well, we'll have pictures on, <laughs> pictures on the face of a book. And then uh, sometimes uh, we'll. We'll, we'll go from there but uh yeah put names to the faces and definitely take pictures of wade's coat tonight and uh ali razo and uh r1 
R1 Leathers. R1 Leathers. And uh, like I said, this is the fifth time. I mean, uh, in the future, actually, Wade, uh, if you get on Racers Alley and face them a book, we're on there. And we're going to work on spreading our uh, media exposure, social social media exposure. hate to say that since I'm such a Luddite. Yeah. But anyways, here we are. Um, and then we'll be able to actually show you a lot more, you know, as far as what we're talking about. It's nice where you can kind of connect in our lives and see what a sidecar looks like, see what gear looks yeah. like, uh, you know, the races yeah, we're yeah. at and all I'm, that good stuff. Yeah, and the bills I'm, I'm the head make. spoke. Uh, for uh, per, the Purple Gang and, exactly. and Moto Guzzi and vintage stuff, yep. sidecars, everything. Well, Arma's coming yeah. up, and that's that's part of the deal, right? Uh, you're running the Guzzi this year. In Arma, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, i got to get the schedules out there for all those guys as well, you know, and then go from there. And uh, otherwise, uh, well, I thank our sponsor here, Mutiny Radio, and uh, Tokyo Moto. Boy, you know, we just moved to our new shop over there on uh, 50 Daharo. We were on 50 Otis. And it, it's quite incredible uh, moving one area to city to the other. It's like all of a sudden how you're happy to go to work again. There's no crackhead sitting out there in front doing their stuff and camping out or people doing every other bad thing in the world and we're not yeah here we go Robbie sidekick anyways um, yeah exactly we have a very nice new area out there um, over there in uh, 50 Dejaro it's uh, clean sunny always cool got a great little dumpling house around the corner anyhow uh, yeah thank you our sponsor for the helping us out there as well because uh, Tokyo Moto I work there but they also provide me you know as far as they just did my valves on the bike and all that good stuff so awesome like that and and, uh, you know, we have a, have a regular guest here, Evan, from Monkey Motor School. How you doing, buddy? I'm pretty good, man. Yeah, how's it been right now? It's been a little bit slow, but otherwise fine. Yeah, well, for those of you who uh, don't live here in the area or for California, that matter, it's, I got to say, it's like almost been a month of rain. I mean, it's it's pretty much been just really severe weather, you know? Like two months. Two more. months, yeah. And, uh, Brutal. Yeah, beginning of that time, you know, it's, it's just, uh, you can see who rides and who doesn't as the shop, interestingly enough, you know? I mean, uh, and that's another thing. Uh, you guys over back east are probably going pussies because they don't get to ride because it's totally blizzard condition for like six months or something so i don't know you know anyhow uh, yeah so uh welcome evan and uh hopefully things will turn around pick up uh, soon because uh, i've been giving your card out uh it's really great and uh you know uh if you haven't listened before uh, monkey motor school evan's like a it's a school uh basically uh, has a couple of bikes and, and you know he first of all he sits together with you and listens with uh, uh what am i correct would you define the goals of exactly what what your folks are you're teaching because everyone's probably a little different right Everybody's a little bit different, yeah. Um, some so very, what's your process? Very beginner, some new, some noobs. Some I've been riding for a while. Some I've put it down for ten or fifteen years, and I want to start up again. So we'll just see where they're at. Um, we start with posture, ergonomics, you know, basic stuff on the bike. Okay, uh, posture, around. ergonomics. I've yeah, seen like, that now where they they're actually having a class for that on the race day schools posture so it's now gotten to a point where number one there's so many schools out there now they're getting into like i'll just give you a school on posture which is very important so explain that because it's a kind of a new term <laughs> interestingly enough people are putting out there yeah you know? well first of all you know that if you're riding and you have bad form or your wrist is bent back and you're not high enough on the throttle or if your back is too around you're gonna start hurting so you're, yes. not gonna, you're not only not going to be efficient on, on your bike, but you're also going to be hurting early. You won't enjoy those longer rides or, or, or even the, 
you know, the, the fun rides. And the potholes. Yeah, or the potholes, you know. if you're <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes people are really stiff-armed on the bike, and I'll grab their arms and make them stay stiff-armed and uh, shake their arms out. I'll say, hey, that's what this is going to feel like in your whole body when you hit a pothole. Yeah, because they're, they're grabbing too much. They're, yeah. They're t- yeah, t- yeah make, exactly. Make your arms like spaghetti. Okay. Yeah, it, that makes a difference, you know. When uh, people come into the shop, I mentioned, you know, everything's adjustable. Your, your foot pegs, your levers, and that means a big difference, you know. Sit up straight, that type of thing. Um, so you're able to explain that to the customer, and first of all, uh, the rider, and uh, from there uh, you start that way, and then you start. Uh, yeah, you so, have a couple of bikes that you 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 teach people, folks on what type of bikes are those. Yeah, so uh, the, the bikes are a, a Ninja Two Fifty currently, and a Nighthawk Two Fifty currently, Ooh. and. Uh, one coach has a Rebel 250. Okay, so those are all change, nice but bikes. Those are the current. Those are the current fleet. Yeah. Well, what's nice is each one of those has a certain, uh, like you mentioned earlier, ergonomics. So the cruiser gets the Rebel, but so, you know, uh, right now at the shop, we're selling out of everything 300, 250 in the the Ninja class. We've sold the CBR and the KTM as well as the uh, the uh, Honda. They're they're just going out the door in droves. I mean, you're, you're lucky to get one to sell, and uh, that's that's a, that's a class now. You know, that that's very very big, and the, the bikes they're giving you are phenomenal. You know, you get a little little ferrari you know and then they really are if you know how to ride them fast you know <laughs> yeah so hey alex what do you guys uh over at the shop and uh all you guys actually what do you think about the kind of the elimination of that 250 class it seems i mean they're just doing entry-level bikes at 400 now and well yeah uh that interesting question i mean they they did they basically did eliminate the 250 and the 400 is a starter class but um they're giving you machinery, in my opinion, that are basically turnkey race bikes. So uh, with that, you get top shelf braking, top shelf. Well, I mean, you get good suspension com- componentry, but it, it does stop. You know, back in the old days, we'd have to put some money into having something that nice. So I, I, I think it's a, a nice bike. What happens to the 250 class? Yeah, that's a good question. I guess that would, would, in my opinion, what we do is that's where we get the used Rebel 250s and all those older bikes, and we're selling the shit out of them, you know. Um, but yeah, is it overpowering? I don't know. It's just a different type of power. Yeah, no. You know? If you're six foot or you know even five ten, you're fine with that bike. But if you're five foot two, like. Probably yeah, not gonna um, get a four hundred. Yeah. yeah, they don't really sell those kind of bikes anymore. Yeah, hundred years ago they had hundreds, fifties, hundreds, one twenty fives, one seventy fives, and then all the way up. And then they kind of got rid of them. They came back with the two fifties, but those kids are kind of growing up. They want a little more power. So they're, they're again getting away from the the true beginner. Well, also ergonomically, like yes, yes and no. I mean, they now, like we mentioned earlier, they have every type of race class in school you can you can want, but. Um, a lot of people are height challenged, and the bikes you do need are the Rebel 250 or yeah. you know the the the, the lower cruiser, uh, uh, you know, uh, standard type. I mean, the KTM does have one out there that's a, you know that's a little upright one. I mean, uh, they just have the new Honda Rebels out there, which are actually a single now. And I got to say, they're pretty classy looking after all them years of selling the regular Rebel 250. They get they they have a nice look. You can buy them different bobber looks, that type of thing. Yeah, you know. That's an- that's a nice looking bike. Yeah. 
yeah, exactly. Five hundred is it? Well, that's a deal. They they did go up on CC, but Good, it's a I want to be one. I yeah. had a student with one of those ones, so I got to ride it around um, a couple times. It was it was pretty fun. I yeah, think. but it's still low to the ground. Yeah. I mean, no matter what, uh, if you're gonna have to get that way, unfortunately, you're gonna have to get more of a, a cruiser yeah, than the than new sport. It's good the manufacturers are bringing them to market because you, a few years ago. Uh, people would height challenge people would buy sport bikes and put these lowering links on them yeah, and, and it just it messes, wrong. <laughs> messes up the steering geometry yeah. it just makes a mess out of the bike just so they can touch the ground well you so, have to do it right yeah. you have to get a yeah. suspension expert up front well, and uh, rear you and, know, just, and some do it and some don't yeah so exactly christine has a set we bought a bike it's got 17s we put the lowering links on it she's totally happy with it it totally does it kind of change the bike it doesn't know what a wheelie is <laughs> now our buddy on the other hand dangerous dan yeah yeah did it the other way or whatever he's got his bike so sacked and it kind of bounces when it gets into oh remember i have suspension and it, it poses other problems he fell over like three or four times while at a stop sign <laughs> <laughs> holy moly you know you're 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 uh was it Lower budgeted person is gonna like cheat as much as he can. Oh uh, yeah, exactly. Can't uh, cut them springs. Got to be safe about that. But uh, yeah, a lot of bikes out there right now, and uh, you know. So, anyways, back to Evan. And uh, yeah, if you want to learn how to ride a motorcycle, Evan is a great way to go, and he has bikes to offer as well as uh, insight, and uh, that makes a big difference nowadays because it's personalized. You know, you go to other areas. Uh, from there, you know, you end up actually, uh, you know, in group sessions and you're just basically paying to survive the, the course. So that's pretty cool as well. Thanks for being here, brother. Here you are. And I'm glad you're okay as well. I haven't had a little issue last year with the car, and we all got out in one piece. So <laughs> right on, right on. Uh, talking about that, let's segue for a second into a commercial before we have uh, some music on again. Uh, our guy, uh, Augie, he was here a couple of weeks ago for fun track days. And uh, talking about that, like Evan teaches you how to ride a motorcycle in a nice environment uh, with individual instructors. You know, Augie's uh, group over there at Fun Track Days, D-A-Y-Z, not D-A-Y-S. There's a difference, I guess, apparently. So, uh, Augie, Fun Track Days. Uh, right now, they're going to have, uh, I guess, uh, next is April 15th at Thunder Hill East and West. And uh, anyhow, uh, they do a great job. What they do is uh, they have a bunch of instructors there, and they will actually follow you around. And uh, uh, it's just a no matter what someone's going to approach you and say hey man how you doing and then from there they're going to go with you i mean it's just part of the class you know they're they're always going to you know make sure all their riders feel comfortable and then from there have a session and then from there sometimes follow you around you follow them around you know so fun track days uh more personalized instruction which is really cool we'll have augie here probably next week or the week after and uh, talk about that more but it's always nice you know you can go to a track day but a lot of times you're just going out there going in circles and going faster hopefully but uh, if you're not used to that environment you're not going to want to be a racer but you want to more just go on the track and be a better rider i recommend fun track days again augie will take care of you all right yeah so uh let's see here brian just put down some tunes on the vinyl and uh let's get on with this and we'll be back with you uh, shortly right on thank you for uh, being here at racers alley at mutiny radio thank you
We just heard from Old Fasten Assassin, a band that I recently saw in Tempe, and occasionally they're playing down at Winner's Tavern if you ever go out that way. Wonderful band, gave me a free copy of the record to play on the air. Um, We'll be hearing a little more from them later, but uh, right now we're going to do a little Black Sabbath. Yeah, right!
Yeah, welcome back to Racers Alley here at the uh, heart of the mission. Uh, we're at Meet Any Radio, which is a wonderful place to be. Boy, oh boy, we have we have a nice full room here tonight. Uh, we've got Robbie Motor Tire Guy. we got Mr. Evan from Monkey Motor School. We have Mr. Wade Boyd, Subculture Racing. Milk Crate Brian's actually spilling, spinning the tunes tonight, and which is wonderful because we do vinyl here. So that's awesome as well. So it's nice to have our Racers Alley actually having some quality music back in again. Yar. So anyways, you know, uh, I mentioned uh, I was finally able to go back racing again. So as a Racers Alley's producer, I can say I'm a racer. I'll be a novice, but I'm out there again. And I want to thank the AFM for that. You know, uh, they've been uh, around since forever. I think, Wade, your dad was even president at one point uh, of the AFM. Yeah, 1970. 1970. Holy moly. So, yeah. That's how I got in there. Yeah. And when was your first year racing, Wade? 1970. 1970. There you go. So awesome. Uh, Actually, no, it was, I think it was, might have been 69. I rode Vacaville and Katati a couple times. Awesome. Uh, let's see here. Uh, yeah, back then there was a bunch of different That was tracks. before Sears Point. <laughs> exactly. Uh, holy moly. So anyways, uh, thank you AFM Racing. Those guys, uh, they do a lot to get everyone out there. I've been I, you know, I've been running out there since 1991. And uh, the professionalism, the turn workers, everyone out there that makes the, 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 the organization run, you know, I can't say nothing but, you know, enough thank yous. And, you know, from now on every show I have, I'm just definitely going to say something. Robbie, keep doing that. Anyway, no, so I can figure out what you got. Hello. Nope. What are we looking for? Just, just keep knocking on your, your thing there. Okay. It's okay. a little bit low. Okay. Hello. Again? Okay. Hello, hello. All right. Say that again. Hello, hello. Testing one, two. Awesome. We're good. So, Robbie Motor Tire Guy's back to give us this horn. Awesome. <laughs> We're learning how to fly this ship every time, so, you know, bear with us here. So, anyways, as far as the AFM goes, thanks, guys out there. Thanks, Thank you, turn workers. Thank you, vendors. And uh, that being said, I want to give a shout-out. I think the next race is going to be over here on uh, April 13th and 14th. Also, they're going to have the new racer school out there at Button Willow Raceway. Button Willow Raceway. Uh, also, they have uh, the Motel 6 there and the other motels out there. They're really good. They actually give you an AFM discount. When uh, I got there, uh, uh, boy, you know, it's like $55. I go, you racing? I go, yeah. I go, $45. I go, I love you. I'm going to be here every time. And I'm going to mention, you know, RER, you guys out there, you're awesome. So it's nice out there that the uh, local area support, you know, racers because you are in the middle of nowhere. And, you know, uh, I know Wade likes to actually camp and uh, a lot of friends actually do that. But for some of us tenderfoots, it's nice to actually have a hotel room for cheap. So that being said, thanks, guys out there. Anyhow, uh, that being said, said uh, i want to say those guys are motel six central they're out there on tracy ave and button willow six five one six six one seven six four five one two one you can pre-schedule and you get 45 dollars room for a night which is actually really fucking cheap if you actually go out there and race get there you know? that nowhere in california yeah you know it's a uh, really nice though they have a place now there that is like a uh a, a rib smokehouse that's where you go because we tried the food it's just like r it's like a memphis minis in the middle of no now, wasn't that going to make you a little sluggish on the track, Alex? Oh, no, that's the end of the day when you win. Ah. Yeah, I was just talking. Wait, I was like, you really don't eat out there when we're, when we're out there. It's uh, really tough, you know. You got a lot yeah. of things going. Sometimes that can be an issue. Uh, Wade was just mentioning a story earlier oh, about that this. Too. You are, you are. You were in Daytona last year or the year before. And yeah, two, had, two years ago, two something years like ago, that. And uh, all of a sudden, 
all of a sudden it was a big lead up to it but yeah all of a sudden i was i thought i was fine anyhow i put my bike away took my leathers off i'm getting ready to change my clothes i'm in the middle of it my buddy comes around the corner he's sweating bullets dude take a break and i gotta put my shoes on and um had a muscle spasm in my stomach which is actually really soft normally and big old muscle spasm and and due to dehydration they had um, to take you away right yeah i left daytona in the ambulance i got a free yeah. ride in the ambulance i got a really nice room in the hospital it cost me three thousand dollars holy moly they took really good care of me but it still cost me three thousand dollars for a bunch of salt water <laughs> yeah. not even any tequila and lime in it yeah oh no uh, uh, at least I you had, got away with it it was forced relaxation don't move relax P- pretend you're asleep whatever just yeah, for a couple hours and then slowly get back into life. Wow. It's kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, Alex, what do you eat when you're on the track? Do you have any kind of special diet to make sure you have energy when you're out there and, you know, keeping the brain functioning on the track? <laughs> well, I'm working on that again. I mean, um, regim- when I'm, I'm regimented, I am working out again. I'm trying to get uh, a lot healthier. And uh, usually oatmeal, anything very small that's uh, what, what I call a... There, there's two ways to go about it. You'll start with a, a slower burning, like the oatmeal in your stomach. And then from there, I usually have a banana or something in the middle that burns faster. Bananas are really good out there because you potassium for your, your muscle uh, spasms, stuff like that. Uh, back in the old days, what I had was a stuff called UltraFuel. When I originally got it, it was in a vat, you know, and... Uh, uh, you put two teaspoons or whatever tablespoons in a thing, and it had a lot of aminos and uh, 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 potassium, a couple other things, uh, 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 ultralights, whatever, to keep you going. So I, I do believe in that uh, you need to replete your fluids, and to have a drink to do that is good. I'm not necessarily sold on Red Bull, though. I got my se- second yeah. TT medal yeah. on Red Bull, but uh, uh, it yeah. gives you the jitters. Yeah. yeah, I was working for the doctor at the TT. We're, uh, working with him i volunteered he told me to hunt down mcginnis and told him don't drink red bull it gives you the jitters like yeah not that i do it but it did it to me i'm way too sensitive because i don't do any of that stuff but right yeah. uh yeah so if you can put up with it but well that got me my second medal there was no one there i had a half a bottle of water some red bull in there and rer is like i had a whole bunch of problems to even get to the starting line yeah. so i didn't even know if i could do three four laps never did a full lap you are you know like qualifying probably did a couple put some together but i have no idea if i can do that so it's like i gotta i gotta say i had the red bull finished the distance could have been everything else in between but gave him credit for that being mixed down with water there you, but, go. Uh, you so, know you gotta have something and yeah. i think you know whether it be a red bull or any type of drink yeah. uh, helps you out I had, I had the pork bun <laughs> I didn't oh, do those things. So I had a pork bun. Was that the BAP? At the TT, the one in the in the the pit area next to the the Bushy's tent. Yeah, they're the BAPs, ain't they? Yeah, yeah. I don't call them BAPs, but anyhow, yeah. Anyhow, and nobody could eat at that time of day, but because we're eight hours difference and everything, which I never got over yet, <laughs> ah. I'm starving when we go out. So I'm munching on a pork bun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so. I eat almost the whole thing, and then I go out. So same <laughs> thing, you got to eat like the day before, a couple of days before you go racing. You got to eat good so that 
you can go on a fast if that's what you end up doing. I kind of, I'm kind of in that realm. So yeah, I try to eat good be the days before and save up, and then believe in fasting yep. or something. And Christine will put whatever she can down my throat. Well, I'll, I'll start bringing next race. So yeah, I mean, she was when I was there. I mean, you get so busy, and I've been around uh, subculture racing myself because I'm subculture, and I've been around Wade and Christine as far as pitmates before. I've done my own subculture racing, and there's one thing crucial: while Wade and I are always doing something, something, she stuffs something in your face so you can eat because you ain't thinking about it. And as guys, we're not going to go to the kitchen and fucking make a Sammy, you know. So it's really nice. She's always taking care of us, and they're good. They're bite-sized morsels. She knows. Yeah. So she'll always put a plate out, and yeah. then that way you got you walk by, chomp, chomp, chomp. One walk by, bite chomp, goes chomp, a long chomp. way. Yeah, exactly. When and you're not eating anything. Because as you know, when when you all of a sudden you go, Whoa. and it was like, what the fuck? It was like. I haven't had anything eaten. I barely drink any water. You can go without eating, and then all of a sudden you could collapse. You know, I've been there. Yeah. I've been dehydrated before at Willow Springs. I've been around that block. You know, so uh, I've actually drank too much hydration at one point at Willow Springs. So yeah, you can you got to watch that stuff. You know, and uh, to, to answer your question again, Brian, next next race I'm bringing um, you know, the corkscrew pasta with. Um, uh, usually I'll have some uh, uh, tomatoes and uh, artichoke heart but uh, it's it's cold pasta which is really good to carbo load on that's good that's got a little more slow burn see yeah, me i, I exactly. end up eating a lot of citrus usually between laps oh yeah dirt track i'll have you know one of those little clementines or something oranges you know get a little burst of energy and usually Vitamin have that C. on top of something you know like bread or oatmeal or something in the morning so i have that slow burn you were talking about yeah it's important but you don't want to be too heavy you know and it's funny like we were mentioned a couple of episodes ago wait how half the time all the racers will all go to like this is when you eat the worst you'll stop by a like mcdonald's or you know burger king on the gas right and eating beef jerky at the gas stations and all this crap, crap food that's on the, the only kind of time of the year that we eat that stuff <laughs> exactly and it's right before a race which is funny you know <laughs> the worst is us on the sheet iron our halfway stop every year is always this barbecue joint in the middle of nowhere and they're yep. just slinging brisket and uh, pulled nice. pork and you see half the guys load up on that and you wonder why they're coming into town so late after <laughs> stick yeah, to your rib food you know what's the little town oh boy I, I really forget it's right on a lake they're selling they're selling gas there for like five bucks a five gallon. bucks a gallon I, I swear that family makes all their business that year because they've got 500 guys coming in there they're charging nine bucks for a sandwich uh, the one day the two one days day. one day it's probably the only day they need to be Open. Yeah. Yeah. Well. It, yeah. It, well. It supports well, we part of three hundred sandwiches, yeah. and they're twice as much. Yes. And but also, they, cancel the sheet iron they do a lot of work. Trails are all shot. Yeah. So. If you didn't hear in the last couple shows, I've mentioned uh, the sheet iron is off this year. Yeah. Oakland Whoa. Motorcycle Club is doing a camp out to kind of support the town of Stonyford. However, Stonyford mostly burnt to the ground. Oh and, no. Uh, then all the rain we've been having has washed out all the trails in that area too so there are no trees to hold all that mud and it's just slid out so everybody's going to bring a sandbag yeah it's like we I can't guess. we can't let mother nature be tradition in a town you know i mean if anything they should have it and everyone will come with stuff and then we'll rebuild stony fort from the ground up you know it's just like we'll make it a wonderful place yeah right? hopefully <laughs> now we still have a couple events this year it sounds like bungee brent's back road bash which is usually a, a june event uh over okay. near the stanislaw national forest that's on uh if you're interested in that i'd say check out city bike they usually put something out around this time of year around, city bike uh, is now on long the barn, webs. long barn california correct. i like that place you got a nice swimming pool it's up there 
at six five thousand feet. It's yeah, a nice place. wonderful oh. hotel up there called the Long Barn Lounge that we usually take over, uh, and it's great. You go on a mellow ride, nothing like the sheet iron. All you know. For the people that enjoy nature, it's a great ride. can stop and smell the flowers. There's no rush. Uh, and then when you're done, come back to the motel, jump in the pool, and grab a cold one. Uh, I heard last year uh, there's a little ice rink there in the Long Barn uh, that they use in the winter. And no. this year they were uh, may or may not have been running their motorcycles in there doing a little bit of uh, flat track. <laughs> well, uh, there you go. Oh, you talking. Fund. Yeah, I wasn't there, so I cannot confirm or deny that. But that might be on <laughs> Sounds the Sounds like a lot of fun. Ice racing is a big thing. No, 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 no. On the concrete. Oh, concrete. No, no, ice. Concrete too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, concrete too. Yeah, indoor is indoor. Slide those shinkos uh, around, dude. <laughs> Portland has an indoor that's on that's got dirt. So there's all kinds of indoors. Actually. And what's that San Jose ice. one? They have concrete, but they'll put like sticky Coca-Cola syrup down so the concrete gets all sticky. What? Something like that. It, uh, that just, I'm going to say that doesn't work. It doesn't work. Uh, you get free, free waffles after that? Like that? Like, yeah. Just think about like sticky sodas on concrete, how sticky it gets. And it, yeah, I guess not. I feel that would grab you in a funny yeah, way. Yeah, you got to have a group. Uh-huh. Yeah. Awesome. I've kind of wanted to go to Bungie Brent's. That sounds like a fun time. Yeah, you should go with me. It's right a real good time. Have they set the dates yet? Uh, no, but it's usually the last weekend in June. Don't quote me on that. Check citybike.com. I'm sure there's something up about it. Nice. Well, you all got bikes. Well, actually, interesting, Brian. What bikes do you, what, what qualifies and what type of ride is it? And where's it at for our listeners? Because we're mentioning this ride, but really, yeah, I mean, we got to let those folks know exactly. what What is it? Exactly. So Stanislaw National Forest is uh, in kind of the uh, Yosemite area. A highway 108 up the hill. Okay, yeah. You, you go past, um, oh, what's that little town there? I'll think of it in a second. You keep going. Um, yeah, uh, and it's this is a very mellow ride. This is no sheet iron where you've got a lot of guys out there with something to prove going real fast, blowing past you. This is more have fun. Uh, and the city nice. bike crew is there every year. They usually rent a cabin. Um, so, you know, they're available. You can meet some of those names that you just read about and find out they're a bunch of crazy people. Yeah, uh, I've crazy always loved nice the city people. bike crew. Yeah, yeah. Surge is usually out there on some massive GS bike that is not meant to go off-road. <laughs> he's still recovering, by and the he, way. Oh, yeah. I hope he's... I hope he's, he's better getting better. I saw him last week. What happened, brother? He got hit. Oh, no. Yeah, I think so. I don't know the full he, details. His leg was pretty busted up, it, so he's oh, still been, he's, he's he's still on in a boot right now. Right yeah. now. Well, he'll he's up, getting Serge. better. He was, I was asking him about how long until he thinks he can ride, and I think he wants to ride within a mo- about the month. Well, you know, a duct tape goes a long way with a couple of, you know, sticks and stuff if he needs to get Indeed. out. Indeed. You know. Yeah. Well, uh, heal up, Serge. I didn't know about that, and I uh, hope to have you on the show sometime. Yeah. yeah. He's a real regular guy at the last Bungie Brents I went. He was riding that GS on one of the uh, hard sections, and nobody thought he was going to come back on the first lap. Comes back, woohoo! Oh yeah, that was wonderful. And I just uh, he's going to go back out, so I'm like, I'll follow him. I'll see what happens. I'm keeping my distance. I see him go up a hill, hit a rock, and the GS just fly out from under him <laughs> oh, into no. a bush. There's a city bike article about this. We had to go in there. I had to take out my pocket knife and cut a bunch of trees down. And then me and Serge are trying to just shove this GS up over a dirt mound. We got it out wow. eventually, but I think after that he was pretty. Pretty whooped. I think he got lucky on the first one, or maybe just depleted his skill. That's a big, heavy bike. How I much does that bike weigh? Oh, those, those guys. Yeah. Oh, it's got to be at least five. Yeah, five. Yeah, five. Yeah, five. Yeah, five. Yeah, with tank, uh, yeah, gas, yeah. 
fully fully it's kitted BMW, out. Dude, thick, quarter heavy. ton bike. Yeah, <laughs> riding on. You know, I mean, people have done it. So boy, oh boy. So uh, yeah. Uh, so a couple of next, a couple of those rides are coming up, which is cool. And you said uh, you can find them on, uh, I guess, City Bike now. Uh, heartbreakingly, as far as uh, textile paper, they 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 closed a while back, but uh, you can get them where Brian City Bike. What's it? Uh, uh, Citybike.com. Yes. Uh, I believe that's it. Might be citybikemagazine.com. Uh, don't quote me on that. Um, there's usually also some kind of Facebook page. If you search Bungie Brent Productions, he's a photographer. He does the photography for the sheet iron every year. He's the guy yeah. at the finish line that'll take your picture when you're worn out and look like crap. <laughs> um, but this is his little thing, and it's purposely designed to be a fun time and not be competitive. So if you're scared off any dual sport, rides because you know you got a bunch of jerks that want to pretend they're on the track this is the ride for you awesome. you kind of set off in little groups make some friends see some cool stuff see some abandoned towns and funky forest trails and you know you've got this wonderful home base at the long barn lounge which is also very close to an ohv area so if you just want to go out and ride ohv all day uh, and do some single track more than welcome and when you're finished with the uh, dual sport ride you can ride to the summit up there the um Oh, the pass at 9,000 feet, uh, not uh, Sonora Pass, what's the name, not Ebbets Pass, but Highway 108 goes over the Sierra Nevadas, and I rode up there last summer with Jenny. We stayed over at Long Barn. I brought my uh, dual sport, and we hopped on the dual sport at Long Barn and went up the hill, and uh, it was a beautiful ride. That wow. poor little bike was hot. Was uh, what bike? Like two, uh, the XR. It was like no I kidding. Had a thermometer <laughs> reading, and you know normally it's like 200 degrees, 250 degree oil, and I guess low speed going up the hill with a passenger. It's and working it was showing, hard. It was showing 300 yeah. degrees oil temperature, but it made it up to the top, and it was yeah. a beautiful view and a beautiful ride so uh you can do a dual sport ride and then a, a road ride to the summit well now you got your beautiful fgr don't you uh yeah but that's bad for dual sporting well no <laughs> just uh, keep, keep it on the gas don't worry what's your point alex <laughs> wait wade and i actually a million years ago wade and i were together and uh, uh riding and we had to go over this hill and uh, they actually decided to like um pave it so we went over this hill like fucking like mount tam or something it was remember that hill you yeah, know and it, it was, was way up in mendocino or something dirt. yeah we went up and yeah. oh, yeah, the uh, map said there was a road there so we hung a left because we needed to get to the coast yeah and boy and it oh was boy. 30 miles of dirt road <laughs> up and down the hills with the just like figured mount tam with a little gravel a little dirt you know fire trail type shit you know but we read before then uh right when the r1 came out you know that was the best bike of the world when we got them you know i was like damn and they look sexy as well i still have mine put it that way anyways uh <laughs> anyhow uh boy we read this dude went around the world in an r1 in all types moscow everywhere this guy yep. took an r1 and went all over the world dirt roads non-dirt roads remember that you know yep. so we knew the bike could do it you know it's like yep. a, that's uh, the enthusiasm behind it yeah, it's a, pretty it's much any bike. bike will do it if you can keep it running <laughs> exactly. the r1 is one of those ones that wants to be doing 100 plus yeah but we were doing little dirt roads on a fucking bouncy uh, fire trail and it did it just fine 
That's insane. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it was like we had no choice. It was like it's we can go back yeah. that way. It'll take longer to find where we're going, and we just go over the yeah. hill. The map we, says there's a, there's a road here, and so yeah. any minute now there'll be pavement, right? Yeah, it was right. at the other side of down the hill, but we did it anyway. You know, we've had a lot of we're racers. We don't know like how to turn around. You can't go backwards <laughs> exactly. on the course. No, no losing time here. And in the end, we got good at it. You know, and it was just like it was neat. You know, I mean nowadays. Uh, a lot of the bikes that you actually do see, you know, like DLs and the TLs, they're kind of like hybridly turning them into actually trail bikes nowadays. They sell tires for the DL1000, 650, which is actually just traditionally street tires. They got these big old square knobby thingies now because it's, there's an, I, I don't know why. Brian, do you have any insight to that? Not really. I've got to say, I don't understand why you do that. It's sort of adventure touring, but a lot of times these bikes really don't have the suspension to do anything serious. And I see a lot of them on the road. It's for the look, because most people won't do it. Exactly. You don't need that much of a You won't do it. But it looks cool, and it can do it. I can imagine it's bumpy. But I remember having a 4x4 with 31s on there, and going, it look cool. I've got to be with a Triumph Bonneville and he's got TKC 80s on there. Yeah, so that's the big one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 So I got to take care of a set of those guys. Uh, I put them on my DTR one, and we went Ooh, to the half right. mile in, yeah. in Humboldt County, and so they haven't had it for years. So they're and I was asked to come back anyhow. So all street tires, DOT tires, are legal for flat track until yesterday and so anyhow i said i got these tires about they totally look like knobbies but they're really cool and and anyhow oh so they're legal so we got there we showed up late their their thing was i whatever we read it wrong so we missed practice and so you don't need practice do you no i don't need practice Uh, whatever okay so i I line up on (laughs) the back row i am the back row and so there was three of us coming out of turn two and so I asked Eric afterwards, did I roost anybody? No, I don't know. I was in the wrong place. I couldn't really see. And so anyhow, coming around out of turn four, I really felt like somebody was trying to draft me. I'm now in the lead and stuff. And it's like, dude, you better get the hell out of where you you can't draft one of these things. And so he got the, uh, the machine gun roost a 007 roost off the rear tire and he got pelted so bad because <laughs> he and, they, and the new kids nowadays even though we're in the 60 year old class they don't have any armor you never rode with your buddy with a big bore that's going to throw oh bullets at yeah, you. yeah yeah that's why you have all them protectors so you stay yeah, out of the roost you have plastic armor armor armor, armor. so anyhow so that happened the next one I was in two races. We start again. The guy in front of me all but kills it. So uh, uh, I go around him, and he got the blackout roost. He goes, dude, I couldn't see nothing. I totally backed off. There was nothing. You're totally, You're the you know. the <laughs> Yeah. So we, you know, they said, has anybody talked to you? And, and, and so they came up with something new, and they, they go, we're going to do something totally new. We're going to let you go to the apex, and then I'm going to flag the rest of the group off. If they catch you, they get you. If they don't, because that way, that's the only way that I couldn't roost anybody. Or you could start last, but no matter what, you as you pass everyone, you're just going to roost the shit out of them. That's right, are, exactly. Are. Okay. Those are knobbies, basically. Yeah. It's a street-legal knobby, and they work pretty good until you get to the wet or this or that or whatever, but they work actually better in the dirt. 
the half mile it worked perfect it was really i couldn't ask for it it's really much better hell. well you know you gotta you know. You always take it out somewhere else and just have fun and fun as hell out of there you are, yeah you are. yeah uh, as a matter of fact talking about that you have a race coming up in june for the mile yeah yeah the mile i think it's the 18th or 19th it's the the pros, I guess, is on the 18th, and we're on the 19th. Yeah, okay, good. I, the amateurs are on Sunday, and uh, I don't have a pro license. I don't have a pro bike, and, and, and. So anybody can buy an AMA but you're license. But going Sunday, yeah? District 36, yeah, Sunday. Sunday. Sacramento Mile. Cool. Not so, June, May. May. Oh, did he say June? You were saying junior. Oh, no, I might have said mayor of June. No. That's why we have Robbie here, folks. Rob, yeah. you know, he's he's going to listen to May, us getting the May 19th, down. right? May 19th. May, 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 May. Okay, May 19th. Actually, there, I, I don't quick. have any AFM races in May. Talking about that, you know, the next AFM race is going to be, uh, you know, coming up here. Yeah, it's next the, it's the only amateur April, mile on the planet that I know of. And that's going to be a great time. And that's what it always is. Your pal dropped off the post at my shop but he dropped them off for the pro races and the pro races yeah. are the only races that get any press they're great they're great well, they're really, i think everyone's really show great up. but but the kids and anybody else who doesn't have a pro license or an 18 wheeler can show up on sunday there's and i think another get people great showing show up on that sunday too you know i mean I don't, I don't know i don't see half of them i'm totally busy working over yeah. there in my corner well, anyways i, I want to be there hopefully i'll be there and i hear the nitro circus might be going there saturday night and so my 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 perfect evening would get a hotel out there go see the nitro circus boys and then go see you guys and both miles day. yeah uh well both yeah. miles that's tall order you only have uh, so much money man but anyway all, all back uh, to that problem yeah <laughs> yeah anyhow, I, i've been yeah, dreaming of that like too a fun time you know and uh so talking about that you know um i was just looking at a first race there and i wanted to actually have proof that i was the slowest guy so what was cool is oxymoron photography is out there at the afm and uh, uh he's not lisa buttonwill i don't know how these photographers work but uh i was able to get on his website boy oh boy you know he has generations of uh, of uh, pictures and nowadays with the new technology there's several ways to get them to you uh whether you want it uh, downloaded whether you want a thingy whether you want to well, yeah, well, uh, well, we'll get two strokes there, right? Yeah, yeah. Oxymoron Photography. They did a great job, and check out their their website. If you're a racer or you practice out there, I'm sure he has your pictures, and he has catalogs, and he's very, very good at actually. Um, you can exactly choose what you want. He has everyone. He's cataloging them, and you know, it looks like he has them for many, many, many years. So check him out. Uh, you can uh, obviously order if you want it, uh, uh, like a, what do you call it, uh, uh, little card size. You want a picture, or you want to have it i guess they say you can download it i gotta talk to my uh my person a tech person here and figure out what that means and uh it doesn't seem like a whole lot if they say you can download them you can have them and then you kind of own them which is neat so i don't know maybe that means you just have them virtually well, but some yeah. of them do mugs and, and all kinds of different stuff too yeah so it's really really neat to, to get that because i mean like wade and i always say it's about the pictures really you know, I mean, we know we've been there, but I mean, you guys, Elliot, I got a few and up in the hair, and it's just like, oh, you are, you know, I mean, pictures uh, tell a thousand words, and you can always, uh, it's nice to have, right? Yep, you know? sure is. Memory, memories to yourself, if nothing else. Oh, that was, you can pick out what year it was, what day it was, what color it was. 
because you know, in theory, what it was, or anyhow, close enough to where it makes a difference. Yeah, Somebody exactly. just off the street is going to go, oh, pretty motorcycle, all leaned over, looked great. Yeah, well, it's always neat to give your friend something, too, put it on the fridge. You know, yeah. so anyways, yeah, check out those boys. Uh, obviously, uh, he's taking care of the AFM racing pictures at least at Button Willow. I'm not sure about the next next tracks. Uh, also, uh, you know, our pal here was uh, Fun Track Days. He mentioned uh, feels like a pro. Those guys out there, they uh, do race bike rentals. Basically, you can go out there first, and I'm sure do track day with fun track days and learn how to rent that uh, run that bike which is uh, I think it's usually a Kawasaki uh, you mentioned in Evan I think probably 400 or something and uh, so you run around the track and uh, learn how to ride and from there you know you can actually uh, go to the AFM on a Saturday learn how to uh, uh, learn their uh, take their class for a new rider school and then from there race at the end of the day and become a racer so that's really really cool you know uh feels like a pro they can get you a turnkey from a thursday to a saturday night and you'll be a racer by saturday night which is awesome you know you just have to have your head around you determination and those guys are really good at teaching you that which is really really nice so anyways uh let's see here we're going to take a little bit of a break and i think uh brian uh, what do you who do you got coming on zappa Maybe later, Robbie. Um, We're going to hear one more from Old Fashioned Assassin out of uh, the Phoenix metropolitan area. They have an EP out called Blades on a Wave. We'll be hearing the song Patient 67. These guys are awesome. Check them out. (laughs) Thanks, Brian. Rock on. Yeah.
remember seeing these boys uh, back in the 80s. Saw them. They had a big old like uh, mechanical Godzilla out there, yeah, spewing fire out up. there in uh, Oakland back in around the uh, yeah, late 80s. They'll be 80s. playing the Warfield in uh, San Francisco on June 25th. Are they sold out? Um, Probably. The 24th show is sold out, but you're still able to get tickets to the one on the 25th if you don't mind sitting in the balcony, which in my opinion at the Warfield is the better choice with the way they do the sound in there. Well, you're going to get a free high anyway. Because, yeah, I mean, you're up there. Everything's just going to float on up and Bob's your uncle. Balcony rocks. It, it yeah, moves. I've been there. When people are jumping up and down <laughs> the balcony. All that wood structure, just the balcony moves. Yeah, it, it's vibrant. Uh. Good old Judas Priest. Yeah, that will be fun to see. Anyways, uh, anyways, uh, boy, we had a great time here at Racers Alley. And uh, thank you again, Pamtastic, uh, being the radio here in the heart of the mission. And, uh, boy, so I guess what's next is uh, the AFM races are coming up at Buttonwillow Raceway. And uh, that will happen on uh, April 13th and 14th. And uh, hopefully get my bike sorted out, have some fun. I'll be running the Formula 50 class, which is the uh, basically the youngest class out there I am imagine you know which will be a lot of fun i think wade you ran out there at one point didn't you yeah i think it was last year or something yeah 40 awesome. 40, 40, 50, and more racing dates class. uh a- april 2021 uh, supermoto usa at sonoma oh yeah. nice really that's a, that's a good one that that is a good one actually that's a, that's good to know shout yeah. out to uh jeff green hollywood he'll be out there on his uh his uh, exotic TM motorcycle, and uh, he usually does pretty good. Awesome. Uh, so uh, that's going to be at Sears Point Raceway? Yes, the cart track up on the hill. Awesome. And uh, that, uh, April 2021. April 20th and 21st. Going to be a great time out there racing at Sears Point on Supermoto. So I bet you will see a lot of our local boys out there kicking some really good ass, actually. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, one of our, our boys uh, who was a uh, Mason uh, last time, uh, he, he was working on our shop for a while as a tech. He, he likes to go out there. And he was placing third at one point. Uh, so, yeah, a lot of fun out there. So that's awesome. Yeah, it's great. You know, right now it's basically racing season. So uh, you're going to see a lot more uh, AFMers. And then uh, with uh, Arma, I guess, is going out there very soon over in Willow Springs. Yep, Arma. And Arma does sidecars also. So SRA West will be there. SRA West. And we, we, yep. we mentioned this on the last show as far as sidecars. I mean, there's not very a lot, not a lot, not a lot of opportunity to see them as well as, uh, you know, there's a lot to, to, as far as here in the, uh, this area. I mean, it's uh, here in Oregon far, far and away. maybe Oregon, uh, Oregon and Washington are the any places you go uh, the ridge right? in in washington is next after <laughs> willow springs and it, it's a really neat thing i mean it's it really is part of motorcycle in history and if you've never been there i mean uh a number of years ago i remember being there and uh, as far as uh they let you uh get on the back of a rig if you had your leathers and your helmet for 20 bucks raising money for a charity as uh, such and uh boy i was back with wade for a second we'll feeling like two a laps. Champ. yeah we did two laps i thought we were going a million miles around a turn it was like alex is like 30 but uh, to be able to hang off that i mean it gives you a real idea of what these folks are doing and it's really really yeah. neat i like <laughs> to open the throttle on the straightaway too to let you know you're on a 1000 exactly that was, that was a really cool time you know and wish we could have more times like that where people could actually experience in a controlled environment being on a bike on the back of a sidecar you know i yeah. mean it would, it would I, bring I, a lot I, more pe- people together and the, the idea would be out there more and you know hopefully you know make that uh, bigger class yeah i i got, have many people that i gave rides to that went out and got a car got on a car or whatever started racing 
You know, there's quite a few that didn't also, but it goes both ways. We want people to get involved, and and you find out quick whether or not that's really for you. But you got a ride. Yeah. Like going to Disneyland. I went for a ride. Yeah, I did. Sidecar race schedule. You got a Washington race. Any Sonoma races? Or what's your closest side rig race? There's nothing close. Willow Springs, the next race, is the closest race. And in California. It goes with Arma. Arma is. So Arma was running the Sears Point race, and they don't have Sears Point now. Um, so they do uh, Willow Springs and they do Miller at the end of the year, like early September. And when is Willow? It's in three weeks. Three weeks, right, right around right. the corner. <laughs> yeah, right around there the corner. Yeah, exactly. Just after the one you just you mentioned. So it's the 28th, if I, if I got it right, of this month. Uh, Next month. Next month. Yeah. Where are we? Next month. I, March? I, April? Few. Yeah. April. Yeah, we got yeah. some April time. April 28th, right? Yeah, I got a couple of weeks That's before the next AFM race as well, and got to get a couple of things buttoned down and such. And, you know, Milk Ray Brian, you know, you're spinning our records here. And I got to say, you know, without you, I'd never get to the races. And thank you very much for that, Toyota. And uh, the oh, big that highlight truck is, is meant to be used. You are. And it really is a great uh, race truck. And uh, everyone always loves the Van Halen sticker. It's first thing <laughs> that sticks out. It's, like, it's always yeah. hard to do without your friends. Somebody help. Helping you do it exactly, oh, yeah. you know. Racing. That's that's what that circuit's all about, right? That's yeah. a real family circuit. Getting out there, and that's just why I called it subculture racing. <laughs> exactly, you know. I mean, a million years ago when I met Wade, it started with subculture, and it, it really is. You know, you find more and more. You know, people really want to help. Uh, they live vicariously through your experiences, and uh, more importantly, you know, they want to see you succeed. You know, which is wonderful. Uh, that got me through a lot of racing over my years, which is. is you know, really, really great. And that same thing to be said about, you know, uh, having a business, uh, of course, uh, independent. A lot of friends want to have you succeed. You know, Evan is always, always throwing people your way. And, uh, you know, it's really important because they're very happy when they're, they're done uh, going with the glasses, you know. And uh, Robbie Motor Tire Guy, boy, you know, everyone comes in there and they, they like getting in and out of there. And every now and then they get a little black eye from your scolding about a tire chain of sprockets or something. Or but, five PSI. Uh, or tires. five PSI. Tire, what? Who looked at that tire? <laughs> Who touched who's, that last? Who's the last guy to touch that guy? Yeah. And, uh, so anyhow, that's really really cool. So anyhow, uh, we're going to wrap it up here. Brian's going to put on a little bit of a tune for a couple of minutes, and uh, we'll see you next week here at Racers Alley and uh, Heart of the Mission at Mutiny Radio. And thanks guys for being here. It's a great show, and uh, thank you, Brian, Brian, for the tunes. The pleasure's all mine. Robbie, we'll get are. some more zap on for you. <laughs> all right, there we go. go let's, man, finish, go. let's finish. The show us in Zappa. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks guys for tuning in.
radio listener, it's that time of year again. March 1st through 5th, it's time for the fourth. All here at Mutiny Radio, 2781 21st Street at Florida Street. 25 shows, 5 days. Amazing comics from all over the United States here in San Francisco to entertain you with 25 differently themed shows hosted by local San Francisco comedians bringing you comedians from all over the United States here. Everything will be live, live streaming and podcast post. Get your tickets, $10 a show, 25 shows, a million laughs. It's the fourth annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival brought to you by Benders, Counter Offer and Subliminal SF. for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scared Every shit face McRat. <laughs> Hey, welcome everybody. It is 8 o'clock. It's time for Fantastic's Comedy Clubhouse on Mutiny Radio. The throngs of people are literally streaming in the doors as I speak. It's exciting. Uh, it's something that's it's the first time here. I've never, this is our first time uh, selling out, so I'm very excited. Pre-sales are all sold out. Brag or whatever. I mean, it should just, it should be like, I mean, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. For those of you who listened last week and uh, the, the dismal sadness overcame you, not this week. Yeah, yeah. This week, we have a comedian from Philadelphia, and he has friends in the real world. I'm super excited about Jasper. You guys are going to have a great time tonight, I promise you. Thanks for tuning in to MutinyRadio.fm. Again, we're actually waiting for the throngs of people to fill the seats. And you're going to listen to the dulcet tones of Floating Goat. And we'll be right back with really awesome comedy from a super, super lineup. It really, I'm very excited about tonight. All right, yeah! Pay Pass is Comedy Clubhouse here on Mutiny Radio. Hang out. We'll be back in just a second. Yay! <laughs> 